Are you sick and tired of ads? Well, this is an ad telling you that you don't need to listen to ads. Stitcher Premium has some of your favorite shows ad-free, like The Joe Rogan Experience, My Favorite Murder, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and the Marvel original, Wolverine the Long Night. It also includes early access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Go to stitcherpremium.com and upgrade your account for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Plus, sign up and use our offer code, CAPED, at checkout and get your first month for free. That's CAPED, C-A-P-E-D, for your first month free. Stitcher Premium. It's like Stitcher, but premium. This episode is full of spoilers and contains some not-so-super language. Hello, citizens! Welcome to the Fortress of Potitude. I'm Dave Michaels. I'm Brian Betts. And we are the Cape Podcasters. This is the show that we did our sequel in Japan and also replaced the actor halfway through. Yay! Woohoo! We did it. We're talking Toxic Avenger, part two. Part two. From 1989, directed by two guys. Michael Harrison, Lloyd, Lloyd Kaufman. The best. I can't can't believe they're back. From Toxic <laughs> Avenger fame. I can't fame. believe they're back. <laughs> <laughs> The voice you just heard, that sultry baritone, oh, that sexiness, flowing right out. Kyle from the Experience Grind podcast. Welcome aboard, man. Hi, guys. Thanks. Uh, you know, I was thinking it would have been funnier if you'd have done half this episode, and then the other half, like, Brian's gone, and it's just me pretending to be Brian. Oh, that would have been right. in Japan. Very good. Yeah. But you know, and you could throw in some recording. <laughs> <laughs> But it only works and if you're I'll growling. Be blind. If you're growling <laughs> at the great. same time that you're talking, <laughs> filmmaking's really hard. I get it. Yeah, right. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, yeah, we will find out. <laughs> Kyle, have you ever seen the Toxic Avenger, the first one? Yeah, I've seen. All right, so you were kind of worried about intro. I do have kind of a trauma story. Please. Because I got into trauma real, real, like way younger than I should have. This checks out. I'll be honest. Yeah. Like around eight or nine. Too young. Oh, Oh, way too young. Way Way too too young, young, dude. Uh, (laughs) Because I don't know if you remember this. There was a Toxic Avenger cartoon. Yes. Yes, there There was. was. was And there was a video game, too. Next one never had the action figure. And that's what I was really into was the action figures. And I always wanted the dog, but I could never find him. I did have a Toxie. But man, I as I, you I, should. I watched that cartoon and that turned me on to the Toxic Avenger. And I remember seeing it at the video store and like renting it. And like, well, actually, you know, of course, my mom rented it and seeing all of that way too young. It, it started a lifelong infatuation with this stuff with me. But I saw sure. so many trauma films well before I should have, also because of the gratuitous violence and just full frontal nudity. Always a good time. Yeah, there's time. a lot of both of those things. Yeah. A lot of of equal parts of those things, I'd say. As a young boy in the suburbs, there was nothing I liked more than those two things, and trauma films provided them in spades. (laughs) (laughs) What it's worth, if you wanted that action figure now, you can go on eBay, and there's a Super 7 Reaction uh, 3.75 figure. It, I don't know, it looks like a Amigo that fell into a radioactive canister of some sort. It looks bad. You could buy it for $6.50, or you could buy the boxed version from the Toxic Crusaders. 991. It's 80 bucks, though. It's boxed. Yeah. Wow. Who cares about the box? Right? I want to play with it. 
Yeah, that's well, that's what you should do. Play with your toys. That's what they're there for. I just blame, dude. I should totally buy this. This is awesome. I'm looking at this now. I'm down a rabbit hole privately looking at all these toys. There's <laughs> there so many is. good ones. <laughs> Junkyard. He was the dog. He's twenty bucks. Yeah. That's there the... you go. Live out your childhood dream. Ah, this the internet is the best thing that's ever happened. I don't care. <laughs> for some people it is, and then for some people it's made them extremely dangerous. Yeah. I see both sides. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, have you ever seen Toxie Two? Uh no, this is the first time I've seen this movie. Why don't you both give me your thoughts on Toxie Two? So Toxie Two, uh, to me is just I don't know, man. Like uh it's a weird <laughs> It's a fucked up thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like it has a me- it has such such a message. It was a uh, a very involved film that uh, spoiler alert got split in two. I'm sure you guys know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It just again, it seems like Lloyd Kaufman just likes to fuck around, and making films was an excuse for that, and we get such fantastic things from it. Yeah, that's most filmmakers. Yeah. It's just some of them are a little more restrained and want to make money. Yeah. <laughs> but Lloyd Kaufman's, Lloyd Kaufman's a legend in his own right for what he's done with Roma. He's that's like one true. of the kings of DIY filmmaking. Yeah. I would say him and Kevin Smith have probably advanced independent filmmaking the most. I would agree. Uh, yeah, that's, they, that's they've done a, lot. a pretty solid take. Yeah, this movie was uh, entertaining. I will say that. I don't know if it's as good right. as the first one, but... <laughs> oh I don't think it is, but... It's definitely a feature film, and it, and it exists in our world for yes, reasons unknown. Yes, it is a movie. That I like that generic phrase. Um, <laughs> that used to be code for when Ryan and I wouldn't talk about movies, but we would want to say that a movie sucked. We would just say, "Well, it's a movie," <laughs> and you would know, like, "Oh yeah, they fucking hated that one." Uh, yeah, I'm I'm torn on this one. I'm torn. I'm trying to determine how much fun I had while watching it. Yeah. And it's mixed. But let's find out what this thing's about. Let's get into it. We start off with a sweet opening credit theme that explains Toxie's origin story. It is pretty sweet. I love it so much. I uh, I also, I, I have no complaints. Uh, that's probably going to be a running theme for me for this movie. I, I fucking love Toxie. <laughs> I have Toxie no complaints. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if it's more nostalgic because I watched this one a lot more than the first one. Um, for whatever reason, I don't, I don't know why. It's just one of those kid things. I, I fucking love this movie. Oh, it's a kid's movie. I get it. <laughs> With so much gratuitous nudity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Lloyd Kaufman. Please continue. Then the VO drops. Tromaville is a little town with little buildings, little businesses, and little people. The Toxic Avenger <laughs> is the first hideously deformed monster hero of superhuman size and strength from New Jersey. Toxie successfully rid Tromaville of crime and corruption, and it became a nice place to live. But I wouldn't want to visit. Oh, jeez. We're not going to bring Suburban <laughs> Commando into this thing. We cannot do that. Uh, the line was there. You're right. It was there for the taking, and oh boy, did you roll with it. The people of Tromaville were happy and could go about their days dancing in the streets, tattooing, manufacturing orange juice, exterminating <laughs> vermin, watching excellent movies, and dancing in the streets. Oh, man. Not a lot going on in Tromaville when you think about it, but it seems nice. They seem to be tripping, but I love the dancing in the streets, and I love its callback at, like, the midway point in the movie. Yeah. Well, get there. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, no. I'm hype. <laughs> no need to apologize. Toxie introduces us to the most important people in his life, his mom, his Freudian psychiatrist, and his best gal, Claire. 
Different Claire? Is this a different Claire? This is a very different Claire. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, this thing is like the Harley Quinn of blind ladies. That's what she dresses like. <laughs> She's actually a performer. Uh, she still performs today. This is Phoebe Legere. Um, mm-hmm. Her Wikipedia actually says she's a multidisciplinary artist, a Juilliard-educated composer, soprano, pianist, and accordionist, painter, yep. poet, and filmmaker. I noticed that actor playing blind is not on that list. <laughs> yes, yeah, somehow actor didn't make it on the list at all. <laughs> oh, they're right. I apologize. <laughs> I saw a video of her on like a local news station in maybe Georgia. She was playing on like their morning news channel, like yeah. currently, and she still dresses the same. And yeah. she looks similar, but it's not '80s Phoebe Legere. Oh dear! Yeah, it's, I it's saw I saw one too where she was on like Syracuse this morning, and it was yeah. like, oh wow, that's where she's going to get her big break finally. She's still Syracuse doing it this morning, just just with a guy on a acoustic guitar and a guy on a washboard. <laughs> that's exactly what it was, and she's got the accordion. Yeah. What is this, like a sexy Bela Fleck? It's not sexy. <laughs> right. I, I apologize mm, mm. to the, all the Fleck tones. <laughs> it was. Uh, she didn't fall off as hard as uh, the chick from Top Gun. You're right. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you think she's going to have a cameo in that new movie? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> she probably doesn't even know it's coming out yet. <laughs> she's clueless. <laughs> she has no idea. She's like, wait oh. a minute. <laughs> You guys mean Hot Shots 3? Very funny. (laughs) Without any crime in Tromaville, Toxie has taken a job working for the Tromaville Center for the Blind. Just to make ends meet, because Claire has the kind of end you really want to meet. Can we talk about this Center for the Blind? We should. Top nature walks? Well, that's what I was going to say. He's the athletic director at the Center for the Blind, and he organizes all (laughs) kinds of activities like croquet, rooftop nature walks, and basketball games. Yeah, uh... Well, good for them. High functioning. That's good. That's, uh, <laughs> for now. Right. It's so deliciously, like, tasteless, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. <laughs> it's... I had to, like, I had to keep reminding myself that a child's head got run over by a car in the first one. <laughs> right. <movie>. Right. <laughs> of, was, I'm like, I can't be surprised at any of this. I can't. <laughs> I mean, this is Lloyd Kaufman with a budget of, like, $2 million in 1989. Like... Right, he's a lot more cocksure this time through <laughs> as well. Like when they're bouncing, when they're playing basketball and they go to the sound of the bounce, not the ball, like that is comic gold. Yeah. It's it's a really nice touch. Like and you know he was just like, "Oh yeah, do it this way." <laughs> Toxie secretly misses fighting crime though. But one day everything changes. Attention all blind people, lunch is now being served. attention all blind people as the blind people make their way inside a shady character from apocalypse incorporated delivers a package to claire for toxie right and this giant limo pulls up outside on the street says apocalypse ink on it and then think they're bad guys huh (laughs) well the the music certainly got ominous as they pulled up sure did (laughs) well i like how these two dudes pull up to fight toxie but then they're also having like a more subtle fight about who has the worst glued on beard. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both losing. Yeah. Yeah. Th- these beards look like they were pubes. Oh, they were just awful. styled. Just like, <laughs> like very visible glue lines and everything. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Claire brings the package inside and the delivery guy shoots a blind woman in a wheelchair because she was there. 
<laughs> You're making it sound like he just merely shot this blind woman. He lit her the fuck up. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Claire comes running back outside at the noise, and then suddenly the building explodes, seemingly killing Toxie and a lot of blind people. It's Two men just, start... It's fucking funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not wrong. Don't apologize. You're not wrong. <laughs> Two men start putting up signs in the property for the future site of Apocalypse Incorporated Toxic Chemical Storage. When Toxie emerges from the rubble and takes out the two men, crushing the delivery guy in the wheelchair and slitting the other one's throat with a rosebush. Messy, messy, messy. I've never seen someone die via rosebush. I was going to say, he did more than slit his throat. He, like, shoved him in his eyes. And- he shoved him in his eyes and oh, stuff. I feel like at that point he was already dead, but, you know. Do you want to know what makes me laugh a little bit is that when the medical examiner comes and gets all these bodies, he's going to have to deflower that body. <laughs> uh, I don't know if the Tromaville medical examiner would go through that care. You don't think so? <laughs> I would say he'd probably <laughs> turn them, them in into hamburger and serve them at Newcomb High. Hey, cross-reference. Hey, you did it. Ooh. We're building a universe. <laughs> there is a... There's a fucking trauma universe. It's Bill. It's a trauma universe. They oh, did man. it already. <laughs> well, yeah. It's amazing. More goons emerge from the Apocalypse Incorporated limo. Toxie fights them all with his trusty mop, while the Rugrats slash Sonic 3 version of it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing plays. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like the gag of all these guys like clown carring it just out of this limo. Oh, yeah. And you could clearly see the Indian's headdress pop in from the other side of the limo and go through. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good gag, but I mean, but yeah, we get all sorts low of budget, uh, it's low budget gold. All sorts of henchmen. Yeah, it's also very WWF-esque almost. Like yeah, every guy like, is unique. You got a KKK member, right. a leather daddy, a guy who looks a lot like Mario, uh, a village people-esque Native American fella. Played by a white dude with very curly hair. Yep. yep, they're all here. The gang's all here. <laughs> they form a circle around Toxie, do a little can-can dance, and then kick him all at once. Yep, that's how I get my, my big bads to drop. That's that's something. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go back to fighting him one at a time. This fucking movie already, we're 15 minutes in, I know, man. and it's full of this shit. I know. This is about the time where I messaged Kyle saying, I'm 22 minutes into this movie, and my face hurts from smiling. <laughs> this is also nearly the exact same time I messaged Dave and said, Michael Jai White's in this fucking movie? Yep. Yep. <laughs> he sure is his first role. <laughs> yeah. This was his big break. It literally was. That's crazy to think. Toxic kills all the different henchmen, except for the guy that has a piano lesson to get to. And then the apocalypse. Michael Jai White. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had to go do his piano lesson. The Apocalypse Incorporated executives, still in the limo, call for a meeting of the board of directors. Toxie rescues a baby from a tree and then reunites with Claire and tells her that everyone <laughs> a was A blind baby. And we know the baby's blind butchered. because the baby has, has sunglasses on. That's how you know the baby's blind. <laughs> Classic. Toxie reunites with Claire and tells her that everyone has been senselessly butchered. In New York, the chairman of Apocalypse Incorporated calls a meeting to solve their toxic problem. His executives boast about how much pollution they're causing, but he knows that the Toxic Avenger will always stand in his way of taking Tromaville, which will prevent them from taking New York for reasons. <laughs> Correct. But Apocalypse Incorporated has info on Toxie's background. As you'll recall from reel two of the first movie, as a result of a harmless prank, Melvin fell into a barrel of toxic waste, which caused his body to change into a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength. This is a different Melvin, obviously, because in the first one, we all know it's Melvin Ferd. 
Right. And this one's Melvin Junko. Yeah. Uh, same Melvin. They just changed his name. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because nothing matters anymore. <laughs> no. Not even back in the In 80s. these confusing times, things don't matter anymore. Do what you want, everyone. <laughs> the toxic chemicals in his body cause him to automatically detect and destroy evil thanks to traumatons. If Apocalypse Incorporated can destroy the traumatons, they can destroy Toxie. I like to think that this is where George Lucas said, I got an idea for what the Force should be. (laughs) (laughs) I like it that at least there are rules within this trauma universe. Somehow. Uh, Right. If some sense of order. (laughs) I mean, it's not a bad superhero power to have either. Like super strength and like you just get pissed off whenever evil is around you. It's pretty good. That's true. It's like a, it's a toxic sense. Yeah, exactly. So the question remains, how do you destroy traumatons? Technology. And where do you find technology? <laughs> Japan. Of course. In 1989 in America? Goddamn right. <laughs> because of how volatile the anti-traumatons are, they can't ship them from Japan to New Jersey. So they have to trick Toxie into going to Japan. Good thing they have a psychologist on the payroll. Yeah, this is definitely Chase Meridian from Batman. <laughs> Except <laughs> wants to get on the bone of every patient she has. Who, if only they had gotten like the Cole Kidman. I didn't like the psychiatrist. That's maybe yeah. She's also such a small part. She's, very small she, part. She's a MacGuffin to get him to fucking. Japan. Yeah, but is she is she boning him or is she just dry humping him? I think she's just dry humping him. All right. That's not as bad then, because it made me think, like, man, Toxie, he loves him some Claire. <laughs> yeah. You know, psychiatrists. I also don't know if Toxie even has genitals. I'm unsure, because, well, Claire's blowing something later. That is That's true. true. And he yeah. does get but, hit there once, and it seems to cause him great pain. Yeah. I wonder what that general situation's like. Oh, it's got to be a messed up situation, like an over-microwaved hot dog. Like Harvey Weinstein from what we heard in the trial? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. I hope Toxie has a better looking dick than Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> we all hope so. I do too, man. Oh. Toxie is still depressed, even though he got to fight crime again. But so many blind people had to die for it. Claire tries to cheer him up with his favorite meal, chicken a la Clorox. <laughs> and he puts the, the Parmesan cheese of Drano right. on it. And before he even clear. tries it. Yeah, she's very upset. Toxie goes to church, apparently, and then uh, and then he goes to the toilet and he shits out some lightning or whatever happens there. <laughs> Claire is still trying to- What is to- happening in this movie? <laughs> really? For real? Like, I fucking forgot about that till just now. And I was like, God damn, that is a thing that legit happens. Why? Why not? Then there's like this weird dance scene where Claire's still trying to cheer him up, but Toxie's super bummed. His psychiatrist tells him he needs to deal with his daddy issues. And that his dad, Big Mac Junko, was found in Japan. Claire tells him he should go so he can be happy. And then they bone. Yep. Yep. This movie's just trucking along. I can't believe they had to cut this down. <laughs> it was four hours. And now it's an hour 48. It does move along at like a clip. I think it suffers for it in the end. But again, we'll get there. I think there. it suffers for it in the middle. We'll get there. It, yeah. it suffers along the way. <laughs> <laughs> So Toxie windsurfs to Japan. Great, great low-budget joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great so low-budget joke. Uh, he forgets his passport, though, so he has to enter Tokyo Godzilla-style, which means he emerges also pretty from great. the ocean and everybody. Yeah. 
everywhere Toxy goes in, in, in Japan, everybody runs away from him screaming. Which I, I yeah. appreciated a lot. That checks out. It's, yeah. uh, it's great. They actually filmed in Japan. Hey. I at uh, first I thought this was going to be like a cheap budget out cuz I haven't seen this movie for a long time. And I was no. like surely they didn't actually go to fucking Japan, but then like they didn't. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> After a while you were like, "Oh yeah, they're they're really in Japan." Yeah, they got all these Japanese people just buy in. Yeah, they committed. They really did. Also, this is where the toxic changes. Yes. Yes. Could you guys tell? Oh, big time. You really so apparently, yeah, apparently John Altamura, who portrayed Toxic, uh, the Toxic Avenger in the first movie and parts of this movie, got a little too big for his britches. He was abusing his authority. Yeah, and Lloyd Kaufman <laughs> said, you got to go, bro. <laughs> How much authority would he have? I don't know. He played Toxie in a low-budget movie. Yeah, you're a fucking he nobody, got a, bro. He got a big head about it. He's like, Mm-mm, not here. I'm the Toxic no, I Avenger. Always, I always said all the, like, if I worked with an A-lister... Back when I did the whole movie TV thing, they were awesome. It was the B-listers who sucked all the dicks. They were terrible people. Yeah, and then I there's see that. then there's John Altamira who's like maybe an E-lister, maybe. <laughs> but then Ron Fazio, he comes in and saves it like a true B-pluser. He did great. Yeah, he was, and he was also good as the tiger striped face guy in the opening <laughs> fight. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and they definitely upgraded the Toxy makeup slash mask for him, right? Because the eye starts moving. Well, oh, the, yeah. it only does that in the close-up shots. It's one of those movie trick things. Like, when it's not close-up of Toxie, that eye is just static and is just pasted on that face. <laughs> <laughs> movie magic. Toxie eventually meets Masumi, who doesn't run from him screaming. Toxie's traumatons go crazy when he sees her being attacked. He fights off her attackers, squashing one's nose in a Taiyaki iron, boiling another into a bathroom ramen, a bathhouse ramen, sorry. And finally, turning the last one into a human transmitter. The uh, Murder's funny. Yeah, the, the bathhouse ra- uh, ramen scene's a little awkward. I got it. It's a little long, too. It's very it is, long. It's very long. And uh, there's, there's a couple times where it cuts to some poor Japanese woman butt naked, just like <laughs> just with her butt facing the, the, the camera. No, she's just like, <laughs> yeah. she's pushed against the wall and her butt is just there. And it just, she doesn't even look like she's having a good time anymore. <laughs> Like on the set no, of this movie. At that point, she's like, I need to get paid for this day yeah. on the set. They said I need to the full 12. <laughs> and I also don't want to cause my family great shame. So what do I do? <laughs> Masumi thanks Toxie and agrees to help him find his dad. They search all over Tokyo. Tokyo is a nice place to live. Nah. The people have many interesting <laughs> activities, like dancing in the streets. Oh, uh, here we go again. Hooray! Masumi disguises Toxie as a typical Japanese businessman, which means he now has a wig and glasses, a camera, and a briefcase. Right. This is the second worst <laughs> Japanese disguise since Sean Connery did it in that one James Bond movie. I really liked Toxie with a little toupee, and I wished he would have worn more of it. <laughs> and the glasses? Yeah, I so liked good. it. It worked very well for me, and I chuckled every time. He was like, I blended right in. <laughs> and everybody's still screaming. Ah. Uh. Back in Tromaville, Apocalypse Incorporated is taking advantage of Toxie's absence. They even changed the name to Apocalypseville. Everyone was miserable, but had no way of contacting Toxie to let him know what was happening. There's a group of protesters who occupy a park that Apocalypse Incorporated wants to turn into a chemical plant. The Apocalypse goons show up and kick them out, threatening them with violence. The leaders of the protest were murdered, but it could have been a little more violent. No, it couldn't have, because they did it way too long of a close-up on a horse at uh, one point. A stuffed and horse? Then the, 
Yeah, and then the guy who's leading this whole protest, he's like, that's my horse, no pollution, because there's no other options, barely. Horse is the way to go. What do you want? A a zero emissions way of transportation. Yeah. Well, they haven't invented- horse got murked. They haven't invented zero emission bicycles yet in Tromaville. Right. Is there a- Is there like a mayor or city hall of Tromaville? Because they fucking changed the name of the city so fast. There's no. Yeah, <laughs> it's Jersey, man. It's the Wild East. Wild Wild East. It's like, east. oh fuck it, it's Apocalypseville now. Screw you. <laughs> but yeah, they... I'm gonna go to like my my town and just on the front of every single sign going into, it, I'm just gonna put Tromaville. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and eventually, just start claiming it's that, and see how long it takes for them to you know switch the signs. I guarantee it's within seconds. Seconds, absolutely. They're like, oh, yeah, that's the name now. Somebody changed it. I'm sure it was approved. Oh, I guess we're Tromaville now. It just How about sh- that? Shows up instantly on Google Maps like, oh, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, it's this couple on a horse. They get run over by a, a dump truck. And then the chairman of Apocalypse Inc. says, ah, it could have been more violent. Goodness. Then they come up on some homeless people. And Mr. Chairman says, never a lender or borrower be. Shakespeare. To which the homeless lady replies, fuck you. David Mamet. Perfect. So good. It's a real high art moment of this movie. <laughs> it's as high it, as it gets. <laughs> it truly is. It truly, truly is. Yeah, we hit the high water mark for a real, real hot minute. A sexy 60? There you go. Back in Tokyo, Masumi and Toxie get a lead at the Skiji Fish Market. Masumi tells Toxie that nobody likes to talk much about Mac Junko, only that they call him Big Mac. Toxie finally meets his father. But as traumatons go haywire, he finds out his dad is evil. Masumi discovers that Big Mac is smuggling cocaine in the fish. I love the way she's just like poking at she it liked and that tasting cocaine it. A she lot. just she liked she it went a whole lot. In on that cocaine. Can you imagine if she was like a Scarface ringleader with the fish cocaine, and she just on her desk just, just piles of fish, just cross-eyed all the time? <laughs> yeah, she is cross-eyed a lot of the time. That that's her go-to move. Oh, high people cross their eyes, right? Yeah, we do. That's that. right. That's what we do here. Man, I just want to talk about these fucking fish weapons. <laughs> <laughs> it's very creative. Some of them are good, and some of them are so god-awfully bad. Oh, yeah. Toxie Misumi yeah. follow his dad to his headquarters, and it turns out he's also part of uh, white slave trade. But worst of all, he smokes smelly cigars. Also, ah. also he's manufacturing anti-traumatons. I just I I like to thank Lloyd Kaufman for taking the brave stance of helping out the the often overlooked white man. <laughs> That's right, and it's, also <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure George Lucas got inspiration from the Smelly Cigars line in Attack of the Clones when he mentioned the word death stick. Oh God, uh, I didn't realize how much of an influence Lloyd Kaufman was on George Lucas. Yeah, That's the second time you've brought up Lucas on this episode. Yeah. It's, I'm going to keep trying to bring it back. I, there I was going to say, uh, you're obviously trying to poke some bear here. Uh, I'm figuring this out as I go along. <laughs> so we're going <laughs> to, this is not a pre thought out thing. It just, it's all clicking. And I'm hearing Kyle's voice. So I think Star Wars all the time. <laughs> that checks out. So Big Mac takes off with the anti traumatons and sends his henchmen after Toxie. Banzai. And he brings out a little bonsai the tree. It's a wonderful a gag. Tree. It's so good. And then Toxie it's actually so good. uses it as a weapon. He kills one guy with a bonsai tree, and then come the plethora of fish weapons, like fish nunchucks and a swordfish mm-hmm. head, and then throwing starfish, and then eventually a chainsaw fish. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's a hedge trimmer fish. You're right. Hedge trimmer fish. You want to know what would be awesome? What? 
Do you remember that show? Was it uh, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge or yeah, whatever? Yeah, of course. It was? MXC. That. Imagine a guy dressed up as Toxy for that. Oh, oh yeah. Just ran the course. Is it? How great would for that have been? Sure. It wouldn't be too hard. The most involved thing is that is the mask. Yeah, that's true. And you only got one eye. That's got to be a little tricky. <laughs> that would make it rest tough. Is, the rest is just a ratty T-shirt, some tights, and some gauntlets. And uh, he could probably use the mop to his advantage. Ah, oh, man, it's amazing, like how little they really had there. But as a kid, I, I didn't see any of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Big Mac reveals a vomiting fish head monster that was a result of the anti-traumaton experimentation. Toxie turns him into sashimi. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. L- literally. 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 This guy's built up, He turns too, him man. into a plate of sashimi. Right? Yeah. There's such a big reveal, and then he's done within, like, a minute. Yeah. It's so disappointing. It's. I thought it was going to be, like, this whole big battle, like... I was like, oh, now, boss fight, I, boss fight. For what it's worth, for what it's worth, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, produced by George Lucas, they had the whole <laughs> thing with the guy with the, the samurai swords, and then and then he just shot, he him. Just shot yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Big Mac calls Toxie Smelvin, and then they sumo wrestle. Got him! He got him! Daddy got him! I am the Big Mac. I am the Big Cheese. You might say that I am the Big Mac with cheese. All Big Macs come with cheese, you Fucking idiots! Right? Maybe they know Japan. Patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. You know what they call the Big Mac in France? (laughs) Big Mac, yeah, with cheese. Big Mac is Big Mac, baby. Yeah, man. It's the it's the Whopper or the the quarter pounder because they use the metric system. Ah, you're right. You're right. Yep, 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 yep. That's what he says. What do they call a Big Mac? A Big Mac's a Big Mac, baby. (laughs) <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen that. It's been a long motherfucker. <laughs> That's my Samuel L. Jackson impression. Yeah. Just say course. whatever you want to say, motherfucker. Man, diversion. You guys ever seen that movie where he plays like a a cop that's a dick and he like stalks his neighbors? I feel like I have. Oh, it, it looks so generic. So familiar. I don't know why I feel like I have. That sounds so familiar. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I'm like, why is he in this? You ever seen Black Snake Moan? Yes. Oh, yeah. When I worked at Hollywood Video, we would call other Hollywood videos asking if they had Black Snake Moan in. Really? Because <laughs> that name was just funny to us. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's also got like one of the best Christina Ricci scenes of all time. So That's the one where she has the ghost friend, right? Yeah, I was going to say better than Casper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't dance sexually with a chain in Casper. No, she uh, dances sexually with she a dead boy. Yep. That's even hotter. <laughs> you ever get that ghost porn? Ghost porn? Yeah, like in, uh, what was that? Scary Movie 2? <laughs> wow. That's right. <laughs> We're hitting all our You can even today. say Ghostbusters. I didn't. I, I went Scary Movie 2 because of the, the redheaded chick with huge tits. I'm you, sorry. I'm a little you're not sh- wrong. Yeah. I'm, and it's also, you're not wrong. <laughs> I Scary think, Movie 2 is the one with the little hand, right? It is. Yeah. The strong hand and strong also hand. Uh, David That's Cross right. and a wheelchair. Like, it is the, <laughs> it is the high water... Of scary movies. Yeah, uh, we, we talked about, uh, on our Patreon episode of Airplane, we talked about Seltzer and Friedberg. I still their, think their three is the best contributions one. Contributions to You think three is the best one? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think two is the best one. I do, no. too. I think t- two, for me, is like where you've got- Two is my uh, least favorite, actually. Two is your least favorite? That That is surprising. I think I've only uh, seen the first I think three. The, I think so. the word you're looking for is disappointing. Uh, yeah, I guess both. Yeah, it goes- uh, Three, one, two for me, and I didn't see any of the other ones. Four was all right. 
I, I've heard four. Is was four bad. when they start bringing in Charlie Sheen, or is that five? I think that's four. Yeah, I believe With that's signs. Four. Oh, yes. I, I, I want to say yes. Four. I did see four. Four was pretty good. Yeah, four's not bad. It's my least of the of the four, but yeah, I, it's better than two. I'll watch any scary movie. <laughs> it is not better than two. Oh my god, you're wrong. Two's you're the very worst wrong one. this time. How? Just I'm just is. confused. I don't know. I think the word you're looking for is disappointed still. Again, yeah. That too. There's twinges of that. <laughs> twinges of disappointment. Oh. There's your new band name. That's Got actually it. the name of my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> so Big Mac and Toxie scuffle. Big Mac pulls the anti-traumatons from his diaper, and Toxie kicks the vial into the air. Big Mac falls into a table. And is chopped to pieces by a fish. It's the best. Distracted by it's a the topless best. lady. It's oh, she's not topless. Good. She's she's full on. She's nude naked with like a little weird flesh colored patch over her genitals, so they don't have to. Blur I mean, them. I guess you could call that nude, but you did just say that she was covered. Yes, All right. better than topless. I mean, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. <laughs> You're just. This is not your, your she streak was, of minutes right she now because you said Scary Movie 2 is so. the bad one. And then, uh, Again, as a young boy, Toxic enough. Avenger 2 with all of this gratuitous nudity was just, that's just all right. Let me tell you. <laughs> as so as a young ants- boy growing up without the internet, let me say it that way too. Oh, yeah. It's not a big thing now, but when you're a kid in my age group, like, a reliable source of bare breast was a huge, huge thing. So, oh yeah, you kept a tally in your head of which which movies you owned on VHS that had the boob. Oh yeah, the there first... was a reason the second VHS tape of Titanic wore out long before the first one. <laughs> right. The first four minutes of Tango and Cash has a very nice set of breasts. Yeah, Tango and Cash. Is it weird that mine was Caddyshack? No, it's not. Everybody that's, that's has the first weird. one that they remember. At that's least not weird at all. It's this weird thing in our age group because kids now don't have that. They can see boobs whenever. Yeah, hey, mine was it, mine was either Caddyshack or Airplane. Oh, it could have been Airplane. I don't know. Now I'm gonna have to think about this. Mine was this, and then Tango and Cash, and then this awful movie where this chick is a vampire, and there's also like a detective that is protecting her. Okay, the the bodyguard with Kevin Costner. I wish that that movie actually holds up. I will say that. Isn't that like the number one selling album of all time or something like that? No, actually, yes. I believe it's Oh Brother, Where Art Thou soundtrack. And I'm not I making th- that I up. I thought soundtrack. the Bodyguard was very, the number one very soundtrack. very, good soundtrack. Yes. That's the best Coen Brothers movie, right? It is a very good one. I don't know if it's my personal Ooh. fave. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that's tough. Honest, I mean, honestly, without question, my personal fave is No Country. That's just me. No Country is very good. Yes. That seems like a type of movie you'd be into, that slow burn. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. You're not wrong. You know, it's not a slow burn. It's Toxic Avenger 2. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's not. The anti-traumatons crash at Toxie's feet, and he immediately starts barfing everywhere. Masumi brings him to a sumo gym to be rehabilitated by ancient sumo, homeopathic remedies, sumo philosophy, and sumo physical exercise. They teach him nintai, which is patience and tolerance, and making the first move. How do you say this movie slams on the brakes here in Japanese? Because that's what's happening. Yeah. I mean, we're very close to the end, so I guess they're trying to get their message in somewhere. This movie is still, what, one hour 40? 148. 
that's a little long for what this movie is. Oh, but again, yeah, definitely. They had four fucking hours of footage of this shit. For <laughs> that's amazing. Uh. So the sumo guy offers Toxie his the the diaper or whatever they call it. Uh, it's probably super offensive, but <laughs> Toxie feels like he doesn't deserve it because he killed his own father, and he's you know that, that's not good. I know. I saw. I saw Return of the Jedi. Patricide, generally frowned upon. I'm see. I see what you're doing there, Dave. I see what you're doing there. I mean, we all do, but it's good. Uh, so he decides to go back to Tromaville because you know his whole quest to find his father is over now. Back in Tromaville, Apocalypse Incorporated has taken over the entire town and bullied everyone, even the little kids. They've branded the townspeople with Apocalypse logos on their foreheads and beat and murdered many more. The bad girls gang up on Claire. Toxie returns just in time. <laughs> the best to, way to put that to fight off the bad girls. <laughs> That's the name of that gang. They even yeah, they actually, yeah, actually called point. the bad yeah. girls. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's I mean, poor Claire is just taking it. Nothing she could do. There's also a surprising lack of nudity in this scene. I feel it's the one most set up for it. I was surprised. Yeah. I, was I think also that even surprised. Lloyd Kaufman went, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. I'm no, I'm no John Favreau. <laughs> I don't need to go there. <laughs> I think Kaufman was like, no. No, they'll be expecting nudity here. <laughs> Maybe he subverted my <laughs> expectations, Ryan Johnson, you bastard. And I'm an and I'm an artist. I'm Lloyd Kaufman. I'm not gonna do that. Uh, with Toxie taking care of the rest of the bad girls, Claire fights off Malfair, who was like the one chick who's been in like the number two person in this Apocalypse Incorporated scheme the whole time. Toxie sets out to clean up Tromaville. The chairman decided if he couldn't own Tromaville, he'd destroy it. So he summons his most dangerous henchman, the Dark Rider. Yeah, it's a guy in a motorcycle just in a black jacket. Just, just wearing it. all black. He's Simple as that. Motorcycle, and <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I never thought that Nick Cage wouldn't be the worst thing on a motorcycle. <laughs> it's uh, Man, Dark Rider's really fucking lame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They tell you he's loaded up with explosives and then he's going to drive into the Tromaville they City They said hall. he has 300 pounds of explosives on him. You're looking at this guy you're like, where? Nope. Where? Maybe a stick of dynamite. Maybe. There's yeah. nothing on you. But he's going to drive into the Tromaville City Hall and blow the whole town to smithereens. But like this dude's most feared henchman is a dude that literally dies the only time he's used. <laughs> like he is yep. designed to go blow up stuff as he's a human bomb. Like, yep. Uh, they, were, they were trying to stick to the whole Japanese theme. I can't. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Tora, Tora, Tora. <laughs> <laughs> Toxie jumps into an occupied cab and tells him to follow the Dark Rider. And then, I have a question about this cab, oh, about yeah, the two yeah, sure. people in the cab. Yeah. The elderly people in the cab. Yeah. Do you know who these people are? No. I assume they're old friends of Lloyd Kaufman's parents. I assume that they were his parents. They could be, too. a safe assumption, actually. I feel like it was like kind of like in Super Troopers when Farver goes up to the car and yells, he calls the people chicken fuckers. Yeah. And those are his actual parents. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like these were his parents, for real. It very well could have been. They're obviously like an older Jewish couple. Yeah, it would not surprise me at all. It would be very Lloyd Kaufman-esque. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it would. So he started chasing with, with the Dark Rider on his motorcycle and Toxie and this elderly couple in the back of a cab. Uh, yeah, it and takes then forever. It don't it takes for forever. If it ain't got that swing, starts playing again. 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 Uh, the Dark Rider slides his motorcycle under an 18-wheeler, and a cabbie follows him, chopping off the top of the car. And they're like, hey, you got a convertible now. Yay. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the longest chase scene ever. 
I wonder where this was filmed because this really it looks like North Jersey. I know it, it I said does Toxic look Avenger. so much like North Jersey. Toxic Avenger was filmed a lot in Butler, New Jersey, which is the mm-hmm. town over from where I grew up, and this looks so much like North Jersey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. North Jersey, but it definitely looks like Jersey to me. Oh, a nice well. mix of green and in- industry. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's exactly it. <laughs> The cab ends up getting into a head-on collision, and there's a giant explosion, but everybody's fine. So Toxie takes off on foot until he finds a hovercraft that some teens have on the lake, and he cho- he takes it and chases down the Dark Rider some more. He cuts him off at some kind of like split in the road, and then forces the Dark Rider to crash into a different building that doesn't blow up the whole town. And that's that's pretty much the end of him. It's very anticlimactic yep. after this whole chase scene. Yep. <laughs> I feel like a majority of this movie is just like Lloyd Kaufman would see somebody out and be like, hey, you got a hovercraft. I make movies. You should be in my movie. Do you want your hovercraft to be in my movie? (laughs) And then people are like, yeah, sure. So then he fucking does this whole thing to have a hovercraft in his movie and extends this chase scene to be even longer. I love that the actor also obviously can't drive it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I love Lloyd Kaufman so much. I he just too. loves being Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. And like, I mean, recently, the only thing I've seen him do is an angry video game nerd episode. That's a pretty good episode, With Toxic though. Crusaders. Yeah. It's a very good one. And it's just, he's having a ball. Yeah. He just loves being Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to have a cameo in Guardians 3. I hope so. I really hope so. If anybody deserves it, it's Lloyd Kaufman. I'm sure he'll have one in The Suicide Squad. Anyway, after the Dark Rider has blown up, there's a huge celebration, and a man with a funny mustache shows up, confused about where he is. And it turns out it's the real Big Mac. Uh, Toxie killed Big Mac Bunko, who was evil, ah. and ruined the real Big Mac's credit score. So <laughs> That's right. Troubleville so that's where goes- we are now. They could have used a real fight club situation here, blowing up the credit buildings. but No, instead it are. was a different Big Mac. Right. Tromaville goes back to normal, and the chairman of Apocalypse and Malfair go on their run. And that's the end. But this is not the end. That's what the movie tells me. That's... Is there post-credits to this thing? Uh, no. Oh, I didn't stick around. I don't know. There no. is. It's called The Toxic Avenger 3. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, the second half of the plot that was supposed to be this movie. Oh, I can't believe how. This movie's not bad. It's, it's not, not the first well, one. The first it's... one is one of the most enjoyable movies I've ever seen. Yes, yeah. it has a yeah. very nice charm to it. And it just, again, with everything like Lloyd Kaufman does, like, it doesn't matter yet. It's not great, but goddammit, the guy's trying. And a lot of it he's right. doing himself. <laughs> a for effort. Yes, it's not like a fucking Sharknado or some shit where it's just intentionally stupid. Like, Lloyd right. Kaufman has right. heart. It's not meet the Spartans. Yes. Well, again, that's the Seltzer Friedberg thing that we talked about. <laughs> yep. I'd say Sharknado's different than that, though, because Sharknado is doing it as we're going to blow this thing so out of proportion that it's funny. Sh- yes. Whereas, yes. Yeah. I, and then there's Troma, which is blowing something out of proportion for just entertainment, not even for, for it being funny. Right? Yeah. It's not trying to get the laugh. It's just trying to get the, oh, that's fun. Yeah. Like, that's, this is entertaining. I can uh, watch this all day. They went Whereas, there. like, the Seltzer Friedberg garbage with, like, date movie and epic movie and that shit, Ugh. that's just garbage. Yes. All of these points I fully agree with. What is happening on this show? I don't. Who are you? <laughs> this is weird. I'm not being convinced by either of you to like or dislike a movie. Right. We can send this this show downhill real fast by me asking what Kyle thought of Rise of Skywalker, but we're not going to do that. 
We could. <laughs> what we can say is that I subtitle this movie instead of part two, I call it the Toxic Avenger, the ADR. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I don't think there's a single fucking spoken line of dialogue in this movie. No, it's amazing. Every single Japanese character is dubbed over by either Lloyd Kaufman, Patricia Kaufman, or Michael Hers. Uh huh. Which is wonderful, but also kind of racist. Uh, very racist. <laughs> very. The Big Mac Bunko stuff is is very racist. It yeah. wasn't <clears throat> the worst one to me, racism wise, was the sumo wrestler who does the very obvious RL swap. Like, yeah, yeah. That was that was Kaufman himself. It was Lloyd Kaufman, and they hadn't done that up until that move. That that character really right. Which been, is, it's so late in the movie to start doing that. Yeah, but it was 1989. Exactly. That's the and that you know what? That's actually a viable excuse. I mean, sure. <laughs> it, it it was a thing of the times. It's the same thing with like sixteen candles and uh and fucking, uh, Christmas story. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just, it was that era, man. It's not great. You can look at it and be like, "Yeah, this is not, this is not amazing," but, ah. but it's, it's not enough to remove my enjoyment. Yeah, no, it's a very enjoyable movie. That opening half hour, I think, is incredible. Yeah, it starts off so strong. Then it starts trying to tell a story, and that's where the problem lies. Go figure. You can't start that strong for that long and then expect to keep it up. That's what my wife tells yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of like intentional speed bumps in this movie. I, I don't mean intentional in the way that like like a horse, a literal speed bump. Yeah, uh, I see, they I just sit there. I don't know. It, it wants to do things again. I think the biggest suffering of this movie is when they decided to split it and then trying to like edit things together to make them coherent. Yeah, is a fucking slop stick. It's really hard to do that. Slopstick. I like that a lot. I have a question for you boys. Go ahead. Rotten Tomatoes. 1 to 100. What do you think this thing's going to get? Toxic Avenger 2, 1 to 100? Yep. Uh, 68. Oh boy, wrong. Brian? 12. Yeah, what I said was misleading, because I said 1 to 100. And this is one of the rare movies that has scored a zero. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) No way. Unfair, but I uh, totally deserved. Uh, it's kind of fair. And then... G- 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 Incoming message from the big giant web. Ooh. Uh-oh. Rotten Tomatoes has a number of movies that have scored a zero. Oh, a lot of them boy. are kind of sequels and remakes. They fall into a real fascinating <laughs> spot. That but makes sense. Toxie 2 is... It's on the list. Along wow. with such movies as Jaws the Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. Wow. Highlander 2, The Quickening. Well, there's a reason there could only be one. <sighs> That's a very good joke. Thank I don't you. want to overlook that joke. That's such Thank a good you. joke, Brian. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> you got Look Who's Talking Now, which is the third of that series. God damn it. This is terrible because wow. I you love like a it. lot so of these like movies. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Wagons East, which they had to recut around because John Candy did the whole Roger Ebert impression in the middle of it and died. Oh, Wagons East is great, too. I see what you did there. This one's not good. Ballistic, X versus Sever. Ah, that movie is so bad. I don't even I'm know skipping a lot of these is. movies. I'm skipping a whole I'm bunch. glad you brought up Ballistic, though, because, man, that movie is yeah. so, so it's stupid. so, so bad. You got Pinocchio with Roberto Benigni. Is that the one that's, like, all CGI'd? Be- it's... 
Uh, partially CGI'd. Ooh. And this is his like movie coming off of Life is Beautiful after he won Best Actor. <laughs> Everyone's losing their mind over, and he did this. Bull- he did That's right. It was like a passion project, right? Yep. Yeah, that, yeah, that movie no, sucks. He's the only one who's passionate. Yep. They got uh, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. Okay. Which, oh, for some reason, that. they said that movie needed a sequel. That was a good-ass movie. No. No, it wasn't. Although, Super Babies sounds like it might be on I didn't list. know this one was on here. This is an Adam Sandler movie, The Ridiculous Six. That That's scored funny. higher than Jack and Jill? Uh, Jack and Jill not on the list. What? I will look up Jack and Jill for you, though. Hold on. <laughs> How, though? Like, and again. I don't know. You and I have talked a shocking amount of Adam Sandler in the past few weeks, Dave. Yes, and I still haven't watched the movie. That's fair. Jack and Jill scored a 3%. Are oh. you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Ridiculous 6 is by no means anything, but it's better than Jack and Jill. <laughs> well, we, got a, we got a superhero movie here called Max Steel. Yep, that's on our list. Yeah, it is. For sure. That is. There's a whole bunch of other things, but uh, I think I have to yeah, add this movie Super is, Babies. Yeah, this is a uh, elite list of shit. <laughs> scored all zeros. There's a lot more. The There's not a lot more. There's probably the like shitty. twenty more that I didn't say because I just skipped over them. Sure. Problem Child is on this list. That's the surprise. See, that's here. unfair too. Problem Child yeah, is yeah. be a zero. Yeah, it's got Gilbert Gottfried and Andy yeah. How how could it go wrong? What more could you ask? It's for? got Michael Richards and Michael Richards. Michael <laughs> and Jack Richards. Jack Warden. Oh my God! And John Ritter too. Problem Child's a dream. How dare they? What a film. Yeah. Well, there's your big giant web for this week. We did it. Gentlemen, I'd like to play a game. Let's play a game. I would love to play a game, dudes. It's a a little game that we like to call Bet Your Liver. Bet your liver. Uh, The rules are really, really simple. That's it. That's our new theme song for Bet Your Liver. You heard it here? Clip that. I'm going to put it in everything. (laughs) (laughs) The rules are simple. If you're wrong, you drink. We did it. We ruled. All right. Uh, just can I still drink at other times? Anytime you'd like. No. Brian usually drinks whenever he gets it right too to celebrate. Yay! And he, and he celebrates everyone else as well. <laughs> That's true. I, I think he drank for every single question. He's the goddamn best. <laughs> he really is. He really is. The categories today are wed, bed, behead. Uh-huh. Naturally. It's your good old fashioned fuck, marry, kill. We have, since Kyle's here, I had to figure out things that you liked, and I hear you're a pretty big Office fan. Yeah, I am a pretty big Office fan. Okay. Good. We got some Office trivia. Okay. I would have gone King of okay. the Hill. I'm also a big fan of butts. So I also have King of the Hill trivia. <laughs> okay, oh. good. Just in case the Office trivia isn't going to work as a, a daily double, if you will. And the final thing we have is Kyle trivia. Supplied by Ryan from the Experience Grind podcast. If these you aren't all about it. Ryan, he's done it wrong. You can't They're see not. It, but I'm oh! punching the air in excitement. <laughs> Ryan got very upset that he didn't use your strategy behind it. <laughs> you pretty much did like a dating game version of it to make sure Ryan knows you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So pretty it much. should be done. Kyle, as our guest, you get to pick first. Well, give done. me one of them Ryan questions. The following statements contain two truths and a lie. What's the lie? A. Kyle got his musical start by taking jazz piano lessons. B. Kyle has been in several bands covering all genres from hip-hop to heavy metal. And C. Kyle's middle name is Ethel. So I know this one. Do we want Brian to answer and then I can confirm or not? You know what? I kind of would like that. Brian, go ahead. I'm going to go with A. A is the lie? Yes. That is correct! 
That is correct. <laughs> oh. So Ethel. Yeah. I actually, I have two middle names. I'm, what I'm, do you got? I am Ethel James. I was, All right. I was originally intended to be an only child, so I was named after my aunt and my uncle, and then I got a little sister and she got shafted. <laughs> <laughs> got her. What do we name her? I don't know. Girl one. Yeah. She's just <laughs> a thing. <laughs> thing one and thing two. I can't believe I got that right. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> Good for you. I drank for I you. Brian. I know my guy. Perfect. <laughs> That's, uh, there you go. Brian, go ahead. Let's do some office trivia. All right. This character has had three affairs. Uh, that would be Angela. Oh. It's not. Oh, I know who Pam. it is. Kyle with the steel? Go ahead. Uh, I believe that would be Mr. Stanley Hudson. It would be Stanley oh, Hudson. Stanley. Yeah. The fuck machine Stanley Hudson. Stanley, Everybody Stanley, that guy true. fucks. Right. He's doing his crosswords and <laughs> fucking bitches. That's all he does. And just waiting for pretzel day. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You know Pretzel Day, he met with his mistress right after. He was oh, man, he was all real, hyped. Oh. A Lloyd Kaufman <laughs> level of cocksure. <laughs> I have a pretzel, and this is happening. <laughs> I got a pretzel and a hotel room and my puzzles. Kyle, go ahead. I want to do, just because I want to see what it's going to be, and I hope it's what it is, I want to do a uh, a fuck, Mary kill. All right. Wet, bad, Your behead. choices. You, you got it. Your choices are, since you're such a big fan of the Sandman, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Bobby Boucher. Uh, okay, so in this instance, I would probably kill Bobby Boucher. Aww. What do you mean in this instance? Are you saying like in this moment, in my, my spot of the three, of the three, because I'll be honest, I enjoy parts of Waterboy and Bobby Boucher. Who doesn't? He loves his mama. But yeah. uh, he's also really fucking dumb. I would probably bang Happy Gilmore. Because he'd give it to you good because he's full of yep, anger. Yep, and then yep, Billy the Madison's got the money. I mean, exactly. that's who you marry. You marry for money. You we all know for that. Figure it all out. And, and you don't want to be married to the temper of, of a Exactly. I think you're right. I think this is all. Well, I mean, Bob Boucher is going to go pro. He's going to make his own money. Yeah, but it's not that's hotel true. magnate money. Uh, you're not wrong. You're are, not wrong. Are you going to hang out? You, I think you got the right answer. Are you going to bang Paris Hilton or Reggie Bush? Who am I in this situation? I don't know. <laughs> I want to say Kim Kardashian, but she fucked both of them, so I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Brian, go ahead. Uh, I will also do a wed bed behead. All right. Brian's choices are, they're Superman-based. Of course they are. Christopher Reeve, Brandon Routh, Henry Cavill. And I was this current day Christopher Reeve? <laughs> that no, let's go 1978 Christopher Reeve. Okay. Uh, pre-horse. Okay. Well, I am marrying Brendan Routh no matter what. Woo! He's dreamy. He's very dreamy. I'm drinking on uh, that one. Oh, this is tough. You got the chest hair or you got the just the generic good looks? I, I think I have to... Um... One of these Superman has British teeth. Yeah, I think... <laughs> I just ah! want to say, uh, uh, I one of them has a, a CGI upper lip, so I think I'm going to kill Henry Cavill. Okay. Right answer. Okay. Complete right answer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I bet Christopher Reeve wouldn't be, wouldn't, you'd be gentle. I feel like he's a generous lover. Yeah. He would definitely take care of you. <laughs> have, you have you ever watched the documentary about the guy that dresses up like Christopher Reeve Superman and poses for pictures in Hollywood? No. Fascinating. No. Fascinating documentary. I remember in high school, 
uh, it was either junior or senior year. One of my buddies went to school in a Halloween, obviously, dressed on in a Superman costume and in a wheelchair. Ooh. And he and he claimed he hurt his ankle running the day before. <laughs> Ooh. He did not. It was a genius costume. <laughs> it's pretty good. I had a friend. I had a friend who pretty did good. that in college and uh, very nearly got beat up when he stood up at the end of the party, picked up his wheelchair, and walked out because he had convinced. <laughs> yep. He had convinced the frat. That he was actually in a wheelchair and had a really good sense of humor, and they carried him to the basement. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, he should have gotten his ass kicked. Oh, you got to ride that you one out. You lean in real hard there. Yeah, you got to ride it out, man. That's a good time. You guys watch the IT crowd? Oh, love no. the IT crowd. I'm just saying. It's a lot like the musical. I'm just yeah, saying. That, oh. that whole episode, I think, is one of the best comedy episodes ever written of any show ever. That one is pretty fucking good, as well as the uh, the death clock one. That's a very good one. That, is, <laughs> that might be one of my favorite sitcoms ever. It's it's up there for sure. Everybody watch the IT crowd. Do it. I'm going to get on our, that. They all need the help. They don't. Have you never They're seen all, it, Brian? They're doing great. I have not. Oh, man. You're going to love it. Dave, you're coming Actually, on to the I IT think crowd I've episode. Seen the first you're booked. Three episodes. Done. Done and done. And why did you stop? What made you stop? Uh, I loved it so much that I couldn't take <laughs> anymore. God, Brian is the best. <laughs> is he? Is that the word we're going to use? Yeah. I think the word you're looking for is disappointing. God, it's come up so much. Are we talking about Last Jedi? Oh! 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 Shots fired! You see what he did there? He turned it around. He did. He did. You know what? The only thing that would be better is having a clone that we find out is here. <laughs> we find out in a book later on. Rise of Skywalker style. We can't do this. We can't do this. <laughs> Kyle, go ahead. Dave, Dave, give me give me a Kyle trivia. Let me see if I'm as knowing about myself as I think. What is Kyle's favorite Superman story? Oh, yeah. Again, I know this one. I feel like Brian should be asking these and I can confirm them. You know what? That's fine with me. Brian, what's my favorite Superman story? Your favorite Superman story? Uh, Red Sun. That is a very good answer because Red Sun's probably my third. Oh, see, I was in top three. Not according to Ryan, it's not. What did he say? Red Sun's my number one? Yeah. No, he's it's All-Star Superman. All-Star Superman is fucking great. Yeah, All-Star so, uh, Superman is the, it's the fucking high watermark. Technically, I got the question right. Technically, technically. Technically, Ryan doesn't know his lover, Kyle, and that's a problem. I do love Red Sun, and I talk about Red Sun a lot, but for me, the order is All-Star Superman, Kingdom Come, Oh, yeah. Red Sun. That was going to be my second guess was Kingdom Come. See, so. Ryan, you don't know Kyle, and this is why Kyle moved. <laughs> wow. It's not, baby. I love you. But. <laughs> uh, so, so fuck it. Let me, let me jump in line. Give me, give me a King of the Hill. Let me try one of those. All right. I hope these are hard. What is Cotton's infant son's name? That is Hank Jr., also known as H.J. G.H. Oh, G.H. Good Hank. Good Hank. Good Hank. <laughs> that's right. It's not HJ because that's enough. a hand job. Good enough. That's a hand job. <laughs> right. If, if you got to ask. That's my yeah, bad. <laughs> Break me off a piece of that uh, Kyle trivia. Speaking of the Sandman, what is Kyle's favorite Adam Sandler movie? Oh, well, I know it's not Jack and Jill. Very good. Well, you might be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan thinks it's Jack and Jill. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Click. I'm going to go with Drink. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Uh, it was a bad guess. It, it's really, it's a weird one, because uh, most people kind of forget. Oh, no, no, no. It's Punch Drunk Love. It's it is. Love. It is. It is. Punch Drunk Love. 
I remembered that way too. Not late. only is it my favorite Adam Sandler movie, it's his favorite. It's my movie. favorite movie, all time. Fucking love Punch Drunk Love. It's the whole reason it's on my watch list on HBO now, right now. That's what Dave's supposed to watch it too. I want to talk to both of you guys yeah. about it. I'll Dude, talk about it, like it forever. A, I was like, Kyle loves this movie. I'm going to put it in my watch list. I got the time now with the quarantine. I know you guys both do. Watch it. Let's I talk wish about I had it. Time because we live in a real place with actual people. Um. I'm bouncing back and forth. Let's do office trivia. I love these. What is the theme of Pam and Jim's room at Dwight's Bed and Breakfast? That is irrigation. It sure is. You're very good at this. (laughs) This is impressive. I love the office. It's a. I don't know if it's impressive or just, I think the word you're looking for is disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, you're up. I'll do another wet bed behead. All right, your choices are a Super Nintendo cartridge. Yep. A regular Nintendo cartridge. Sure. And a Nintendo Switch cartridge. Oh, this is this is tough on account of I've only ever owned one of those systems. Yeah, well, you're about to get real familiar with a, another one of those okay, so, cartridges, I guess. So, obviously. What do you want your dick in? <laughs> oh. And what do you want to blow into, maybe? Oh, there see, it is. See, I was, I was thinking if, um, if I bedded the switch cartridge i could probably are you kissing are you doing the kissing no 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 because no, no. Uh, apparently it's real gross if you if you do the kissing oh they, right they right. taste terrible i hear that's what they say but i was figuring i could probably bottom one of those because <laughs> <laughs> they're so little you're just gonna stick it on up there like you're fucking smothering drugs <laughs> Good for you um, hey, what are you doing, Brian? Just fucking a cartridge. I guess I'm going to. Oh, me? You can't. I'm the Nintendo <laughs> Switch now. <laughs> oh, I see. You want to dock? You want to dock? You want to dock? Me dock? You dock? All right. Uh, I'll, I'll marry a Super Nintendo cartridge. Why? I don't know. It's reliable. I, I honestly couldn't tell you the difference between a Nintendo cartridge and a Super Nintendo cartridge. One's all rectangular. The other one's kind of more square. One's really, got eight bits and one's to. got 16. That's right. How many bits do you want, hot stuff? And that's why I'm gonna. That's why I'm killing the uh, the Nintendo cartridge. Not enough bits for this guy. All right, all right. If that's the decision you want to make with your life, that's on you. I'm gonna drink because I think I got it wrong. I think because you want a bone inanimate object. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, actually, be bone. Never questioned by. it. Right. That's. Oh boy, he turned yeah, that no, around that's, on you. That's problematic. <laughs> Let's do one more each. Kyle, go ahead. Ah, fuck it. Go out. I'm a narcissist. Give me me. <laughs> you love you. You totally love you. Uh-huh. Kyle owns many nerdy collector items, but one of his most prized collectibles is which weapon from the Final Fantasy series? Oh, shit, dog. I almost talked about it earlier on your show because I'm so fucking proud of it. I have an actual <laughs> working gun blade from Final Fantasy VIII. That is badass, and that is Yo. correct. Working in the sense that, like, it doesn't actually fire bullets, but it does have a trigger oh. you pull, and the revolver in the blade Less rotates exciting. when you pull that. It's still fucking awesome, <laughs> Very good. No, it is. Ryan, cool. I think Ryan has redeemed himself just a tiny bit. He knows Ryan's one thing best. about you. Ryan's <laughs> definitely a human being in this world. <laughs> he is. He's, in, he's the equivalent of, yeah, this is a movie. <laughs> oh, oh, I no. got, I got to go for bat for my boy and say he is so much more. Ryan is a the witch. Ryan is a the punch drunk love of movies. Ryan is a fantastic human being. You guys should have him on the show more often. He is a person. We're very busy. No, I'm just We're very busy. <laughs> We're very busy. 
I tell you what, that dude will fucking talk Marvel. Please take him for every Marvel movie. Just get me out he of there. He doesn't even know that he's that he's scheduled for a movie that's coming yeah, up. Yeah, we have like him scheduled and he doesn't weeks. know it yet. He has I, no idea. Here's we the thing. Talked to him yet. I guarantee you his Ryan sense has gone off and he knows. He knows. He's probably right. Yeah. Brian, go ahead. I'm going to also uh, end it with a, with a little bit of Kyle. Oh, shit. All this right. This is the best Good quiz ever. Hal or Otakon. I think I said that right. Metal Gear's version of the man in the chair is named after Hideo Kojima's favorite film director. Who's that director? I have zero idea. There's a hint. He's the director responsible for Independence Day, the day after tomorrow and 2012. Oh, God. I can't reach my copy of the day after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> if I had 2012, it would be right here. I could grab it, but the D's are all the way in the... I have no idea. Roland Emmerich? It is Roland Emmerich. Yeah. Okay. I would have never come to that name organically, I'll tell you that. You don't know Roland Emmerich, dog? You don't know your, your 2012 day after tomorrow? Your Independence Days? Brian. He likes blowing things up. Yeah. He's, I think he does a Disaster on a grand scale. Yeah. I like I him better, better than Bay. Bay. I do. I do, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean. But he Bay. didn't get that meme quality longevity that Bay has for some reason. Right, well, because... Yeah, and he puts Emmy Rossum in movies, and that's always fine. Oh, she that's is always great. the best. We have the same birthday. You and Michael Bay do? No, me and Emmy Rossum. Oh, okay. See, that's me a- and Haley Joel Osment have the same birthday on the same year and everything. Oh wow! Damn, uh, I'm actually yeah. a year behind Emmy Rossum. Oh, well, both of those people are awesome, and both of you people are awesome. So I like both those birthdays. That's. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> Neat. How about we give this thing some super stuff? Let's do that. But first, this is an actual IMDb trivia fact. Yes. Now, occasionally we come across a movie so obscure that it doesn't have a whole lot happening on the IMD bizzles. There's not a lot in factual tips. So what I had to do in this instance was, um, well, I submitted a actual IMDb trivia fact. No way. After 70 some odd episodes, I've come very familiar with the the way these dumb facts are manufactured. So here is my original, which I did submit to IMDb and is on the page right now. IMDb trivia fact. In 1990, Phoebe Legere and her punk rock band, the Four Nurses of the Apocalypse, opened for David Bowie on tour. The evil conglomerate in this movie, in the Toxic Avenger Part 3, The Last Temptation of Toxie, is named Apocalypse Incorporated. That That's a terrible is... fact. No. Good for you. That's awesome. You're famous now. Here's the thing. I did so it. So my, my favorite thing that I do after every movie, I go to IMDb and I read the fucking trivia. Don't care. Yeah. First thing I do. I read this trivia yesterday. I'm looking at it right now. I'm logged into my account. Guess who just found this fucking interesting? Yeah. Me. Hey, I, I appreciate that you found that interesting because I tried to come up with the most garbage fact I could. <laughs> there you go. You can all add IMDb stuff. And uh, this movie does not have any Amazon Anybody can reviews. do it. And I proved that today. That was my issue with the Amazon One Stars. I'll give it to you. It's 3.5 out of 5 on Amazon. There's only 60 ratings. And that's a problem. That's not any ratings. Nope. 36% of them are five star. Eighteen yeah. percent of them are one star. That wow. seems that's right. a very high percentage of one stars. Yeah, but the one stars are mostly upset because they bought the tox box, and the direct the director's cut has less gore, and they're very upset about that. Wow, well, they should have known. They Going should in. be. That's it. Yeah, 
I would be too. Yeah, it is. It's a bummer that the the director's cut has less gore. You know, I got the gore in this movie is pretty good. I think it's very good. I think it's much better than the first one. Yeah. Um, you, that's the thing. The nice thing with these trauma films is that you can see a timeline of them get better at making movies. That's true. Uh, yeah. The art of filmmaking is better. It doesn't mean the, the stuff within the film is better. Absolutely. But, right. but like the, that's the, okay. whole, the product at the yeah. end is a better product. It's got better shots, better special effects. Oh, absolutely. So. Uh, the, this one's also got some rough points. That fish mask is pretty terrible. That fish mask not is great. pretty bad. Also, uh, Claire, she's a, she's a pretty erratic uh, blind woman there. I, I have to imagine that's Lloyd Kaufman telling her to just fucking play it up. I feel like <laughs> if she played it up anymore, she would never come back down. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's because I'm incredibly shallow. I still found her charming the entire movie. And, uh, I think she's a sweetheart. And did want to get what it, he wants to get that's a behind you really want to get behind? What was it? Yeah. Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that one. Absolutely. That's a good line. Uh, she's she's certainly running around some skimpy outfits. Uh, again, yes, 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 yes. Uh, chef kiss to Lloyd Kaufman. Wah. All the time. <laughs> it's, no matter what he does. It's much like my favorite uh, Japanese game director, Yoko Taro. He's, they ask him why he puts so many hot girls in his games, and he's like, why would I not want to look at hot girls? <laughs> and it's true. A, it, a it makes point. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the actual line is that Toxie is working at the Tromaville Center for the Blind to make ends meet because Claire has the kind of end you really want to meet. That is very true. And they zoom he's in on her butt. butt. He's talking about butt stuff. Mm-hmm. Butt stuff. Butt stuff. Super stuff. Super stuff scores. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start this off with story and motivation. Trying to find his daddy, but he's not really trying to stop Apocalypse Inc. at all. He has no, no idea what's going no, on. No, if anything, it's just like uh, he was bored and depressed and needed something to do. And he was like, all right, I'll go to Tokyo to find my dad. And then he was like, oh, I came back and there's crime now. Yay. Yay. I should go to Tokyo more often. Give me a purpose when I come home. That's not very good, is it? It's, it's uh, really it's not. not. I'll go 0.25. I think that's fair. Because I don't want to give it to zero. I was right. feeling That's more generous with 0. 0.5, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll take 0. 0.25 because it's really just the barest of bones. <laughs> right. It's like Roger Ebert, modern day. <laughs> Got or, it. He didn't see this movie, by the way. I was going to say, not he, see it. he must not have seen this. Or his, <laughs> his, his chin a decade ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> womp, womp. Uh, hero. It's fucking Toxic Avenger. He's a great hero. He saves the day. It, yeah, and he's from Jersey, and we love that. Yeah, he's Jersey's I, I tell you, first. Some of my favorite things are from Jersey, man. I'm from Jersey. I know I'm you not are not on that list. You I'm are, sure, you but are still. on that list. I appreciate that. You got Coheed Cambria. There. You got Bruce Springsteen. You got My Chemical Romance. You got. I saw I saw Coheed and Cambria at Hofstra University when I was there when they had a uh, an album release. Yeah, I don't. I, this is like 2007 ish, 2008 ish. I don't sure. know what it was. And they did an acoustic set the day of their album release. Oh, those are never good. At this random ass college on Long Island, for the most part. <laughs> wow, it was weird. Yeah, I could see that because they're <laughs> they're a big elaborate prog rock band, and that doesn't lend itself acoustically. It, it, it didn't go well. It was it was better than when they had this whole big uh, fall festival and Streetlight Manifesto was the headliner, and there were like a hundred <laughs> people there. Oh, that's so yeah. sad. 
in this giant field. Streetlight Street Manifesto fucking great. kicks ass. Street yeah, they did. Great. Uh, and it, all they kept saying the whole time was, this is the weirdest show we ever played. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate that nobody went to that. Surprise fact, maybe, I guess, about the three of us is that we fucking love Ska, right? Hell yeah. Fucking love Ska, man. Like, two years ago, I drove to Illinois to see Real Big Fish with my buddy, and it was one of the greatest nights ever. Ryan? Nah, my buddy Casey. Oh, your best friend, then. All right, got it. Casey. Did they, uh, <laughs> did they play Sellout <laughs> twice when you went? Uh, no, but, uh, <laughs> what did they, they fucking opened with Take On Me. It was great. Nice. Yeah, when I saw them, they opened with Sell Out, and then halfway through the show, like, they messed something up, and they're like, ah, fuck it, let's start the whole concert over, and they started playing Sell Out again, (laughs) and the crowd went crazy, and they're like, wait, really? Do you want us to play it again? And then they did. That's awesome. That's what happened when I saw uh, Third Eye Blind. I saw Third Eye Blind three times. That's so funny, because Third Eye Blind was the same show. Oh, geez. All right. (laughs) Wow. It was the same show. It It was my buddy's band. It was the same guy who was in the wheelchair, actually, for the- the Christopher Reeve costume. Full circle. We're in a simulation. This is the best yeah. episode ever. Uh, his band, <laughs> followed by Real Big Fish, followed by Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind headlined over Real Big Fish? I can see that, actually. I totally can see that. Third Eye Blind's like, their self-titled album is one of the best. Especially back in those movie. early, mid-90s, late-90s. I don't know when this, this was in story 2009. 2009. Early 2000s? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 2000. It could have been 2010. <laughs> Oh, man, I was almost there. You guys should have let me go just a bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> so Hero. Yeah, uh, 0.5. Tox is uh, great. Yeah, he's the first. He's great, hideous, but not that great. <laughs> the first hideously deformed monster hero with superhuman size and strength from New Jersey. Right, and then Chris Christie got elected. <laughs> <laughs> the second hideously Zing! deformed. <laughs> uh, yeah, all those words I said. Villains. Apocalypse Inc. Yeah, that's um. Here's the thing. I feel like the, the actual conglomerate itself is nothing, but the henchmen were so good. Yeah, they they remind me of, like the Blazing Saddles when they get all the henchmen, just a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, you get all flavors of of henchmen. I'm gonna go point two five because I, I they're just tr- putting up signs for the most part of this is ours now. Yeah, Yoink. yeah. But then they're fighting the Toxic Avenger. They're putting up signs on like nails that are already exposed, so they just have to come up and (laughs) hang these perfectly drilled holes where these convenient nails are. You just moved into a new house. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, that's what you do. (laughs) Oh, look at these nails. They're the perfect size for these holes I drilled. Perfect. This is good enough for the person before me. It's good enough for me. (laughs) It'll be super easy for them to take off once we're defeated, too. Yeah, uh, 0.25 sounds fair. They are great, but they're also incredibly inept. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to parents. Uh, they're alive, both of them. We've, we've got two alive parents. We've got a uh, assumed dad dead, but it that turns doesn't out mean to not be his dad. Right. He's a bunko, not so, a junko, and definitely but, not a furred. I mean, it was, uh, it was patricide in that he thought he killed his father for like a uh, no, 20 no. minutes of the movie. This is a lot like if this were the water boy, and then Raboito shows up at the end. I'm your daddy. That's pretty much what this was. <laughs> this is two alive parents. I thought he when he showed up, they, the, they were like parroting Wizard of Oz, like 
I didn't know what the fuck was happening at first. I didn't know Which what we were doing. Which part of Wizard of Oz? Like when uh the the Wizard of Oz lands late. It's like more in the book, and he's like, "Where am I? Where am I?" Because everyone's familiar with the book. I know that's what everyone goes to, and I think Wizard hey, of Oz. Here, here's you a great the Wizard the book, of Oz. The no- I immediately think <laughs> the novel. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I go every single time. It, great story, Kyle. Way to set that up and deliver on it. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot like the time in The Godfather. Oh, which chapter? Uh, you know. Of chapter- the Mario Puzo novel <laughs> of The Godfather. <laughs> I had so much steam, and then you called it out, and I was like, yeah, you know, like in the novel. <laughs> what? I'm looking next to me right now in Wizard of Oz on the top of the DVD pile, because it is my favorite movie of all time. Wow. So, That's yeah. a shock. Well, there we, di- we did it. We got two out of three of the favorite movies of all time mentioned in the uh, in the episode. Brian, we all know your yours is barbed wire starring Pamela Anderson. It's on the list. It's not. It's it's heavy metal. <laughs> Shoot! All right, you know what? I wouldn't argue with heavy metal. I've actually never <laughs> seen heavy metal. I'll make an argument for heavy metal two thousand as well. That's what came out with Fantasia two thousand. Same thing, right? One had Basically way the more same movie cartoon titties, and it's not right. Yeah, it's, Fantasia two thousand. Fantasia two thousand. It does have. <laughs> it was really, really uncomfortable when Tim Burton said, "I'm going to come back and do, be an animator for Disney again." And he started drawing boobs on those <laughs> broomsticks. Those broomsticks were thick. <laughs> I thought they were mops. Shut the fuck up, Brian. <laughs> Female characters. <laughs> zero. Oh, really? Yeah. It's always a zero with these. We have we yeah. have the, the super tough girl girl gang. The bad girls. Yeah, they're baddies. They're baddies. Yeah. That doesn't mean they're not strong characters. I don't think Masumi is the closest we get because she's just kind of the crutch for Japanese Toxie, but But we also, like, the first instance we're introduced to her, she's got her breasts hanging out. Like That's that's right. Uh, Negative negative 0.25. I don't know. I'm going to go 0.25 just because I like Claire, but... You're our guest. You guys can so override me. All right. So a Not negative 0.25 and a, and a 0.25. Uh, is a sounds zero. like zero to me. <laughs> That's fair. Fair. Sounds good. <laughs> Setting. We have Tromaville and we have Japan. We definitely have Jersey because we see the shot of New York City over the yep. water. That's definitely Jersey. And we're also in actually in Japan. We are yeah. actually in Japan. So uh, this, this might be a one. I feel pretty good about the setting, actually. It's 10 out of 10. Yeah. So, Which yeah, means we'll a, a one. one. Yeah. That's a one. <laughs> <laughs> Style and tone. Trauma. It's yeah. I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. It, it, it 100%. Perfectly achieves what it, you know it's going to be. So Absolutely. It, it knocks it they right They know exactly the what they set out to do, and then they did it. I knew what to expect going in, and I was not disappointed. Music. <sighs> Pass. Yeah, I'd say zero, Pass. man. It's, it's I, the only memorable thing it a is a mi- it's a MIDI version of fucking that jazz song. It don't mean a thing. If it ain't, I like the opening song. Do up, do up, do up, do up. Um, I actually kind of love that they doubled down on that in the and chase. Do it scene. again, and to the point where even the um the masked rider is like humming the it. Dark rider, he hums yeah. it as he drives away. That's that's. Very good. And yeah, you're right. The opening song is very good. 0.25. I think we're looking at a 0.5. Wow. All right. If, if you can sleep at night with that, there you go. <laughs> oh, I will sleep soundly. One-liners. Uh, There's not a lot in this one. Not memorable really ones, not. but I feel like he says things constantly, but there's just nothing that jumps out. 
the only thing I can really remember is when he was looking at his as fake dad in Japan and says, I love him already. That's the only thing I can remember. And it's like, it's I remember nothing. He, it's nothing. I'm assu- I mean, it was in Japanese, but it was like the equivalent of the, what's up, guys? Like he does in the first one, which is very good, but uh, it's, it's not really landing. Yeah. yeah. I can't zero? think of any great one-liners. I know All there right. are some, but yeah. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a zero. It does. Mark it zero. And finally, we have impact on the genre. It's still trauma. Yeah, I was going to say, when, it's its own thing. When you create your own genre, like, don't you have sort of free reign over that genre? Here's, yeah. Here's what I'll say. No matter what happened with this movie, and this movie did not do well, the third one was going to come out because they already had it in the can. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Sounds this, like a one to me, unfortunately. But. This this movie had a $2.3 million budget, and it made $792,000. Right. Like I said, it's a 0.25. <laughs> and no matter what, the third one was coming out. Yeah. It, which means this had no impact. No impact, maybe. Oh, boy. All right. There you go. Unless you want to mark it a 0.25. I mean, I say you kind of almost have to just again because it is trauma. There you go. It's it's its own genre. Yeah, so it deserves something. Yeah, I'll give it that. That's going to bring Toxic Avenger Part Two to a total score of three point seven five. That seems right where it belongs. It's uh, yep. It's it's high enough to not hit our top ten, and uh, it's actually got the same score as three hundred. Yep. From that adds week, up from two weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, we covered 300 not long ago for a 300th episode. Yes, you did. Hey, congratulations 300, on 300 episodes. We really liked I you it. Did 300, 300 likes, I thought it was. Oh, that's Something what like it that. was. That's what it was. We're not We're not at 300. I just wrote it. We're was, like, we're not even at 200. I was going to say, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. You did it in the future. Oh, and man. We're going to redo it. We're going to do 300. What's the second one that was awful? Right. Do it for every hundred. Well, <laughs> luckily, there's another 300 movie, so. Do it in thirds. And I say luckily, <laughs> sarcastically, because it's not a good movie. Oh, man. <laughs> <sighs> Brian, what are we talking about next week? Next week, uh, amidst all of this uncertainty in the world today, we wanted to go to something that we know, that we love. We're going back to the MCU, and we will be talking about Ant-Man. Paul Rudd, crap bag himself. He's here. He gets Fucking- real little. He gets real big. He does the things. It's fun. I'm so excited to listen to that episode. That's a very good movie. I love that movie. You guys are you're playing your hand earlier, but goddamn, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's well, a fucking awesome if, movie. If you've made it this yeah. far into the Toxic Avenger Part Two, you deserve to know that I love <laughs> Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, be sure to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. You can like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cape Podcasters. And we have a Patreon. You can listen to that, uh, patreon.com slash Podcasters. If you if you want to listen to our exclusive bonus content, some of it's uh, the, uh, the non-super movie variety. Like last month, we did Fight Club. This month, we have Airplane. And who knows what's happening next month? Woo-hoo! We do. Lilu Dallas Multipass. I mean, you just want to throw it out on Front Street like that? It's out there. All right. If you have any questions, comments, or stories, opinions, corrections, you can email them to capepodcasters at gmail.com, and uh, we'll ignore those. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 so, well put. At least the corrections. I'm not, 
I have no interest in We're that. not interested. I don't even no know interested. why I say it. Kyle, thanks for joining us. Man, you guys, goddamn, like, I feel like I've done this show so many times, but that's because we had to re-record the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just upset that we might have recorded this one the right way the first time. I know, man. Yeah. We only get to hang out with you once on this episode. I'll come on anytime. I fucking love you guys. Uh, I know we've got plans to have Dave on in the near future. Brian, I've got some ideas cooking around to have you on too, buddy. Uh, I've got some plans. Uh, we'll, we'll That'd get be something. awesome. I would love to do something. Yeah. Yeah, of course, buddy. You guys, man, just so much fun. Thank you again. You're a you're a total blast, and Ryan's totally a movie of a person. He's just a, <laughs> oh, it's great. No, Ryan's you guys the best. Are, and he'll be Everyone, here in six go weeks. Go <laughs> listen to Experience Grind podcast. They talk about 300 in the future. Yeah. The 300 episodes the that they haven't done yet. It's also in the past. It's very complicated. They're very meta. Time travel. So I guess we're going to see you next week for Ant-Man. Same pod time. Same pod trauma. <laughs> So, Brian. So, Dave. That's the Toxic Avenger Part 2. What do you think happens post-credits? I think we see Mrs. Junko, Toxie's mom, pull him aside and say, Hey, I know Big Mac is here, but I have a confession to make. He might not actually be your real father. <laughs> and then suddenly this other curly mustache fuck shows up and he says, Hey, boy, I'm Whopper Junko. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what do you think happens? Uh, so I think we open uh, post-credits wipe to a 1989 shot of the uh, the Twin Towers. <laughs> and then you pan to the bay, the Hudson Bay uh, where uh, Big Mac Junko or Big Mac Bunko from Japan comes out of the sea Godzilla style. Although all the parts that were chopped off are now replaced with robots making him Mecha Big Mac. And he goes into New <laughs> oh, Jersey love it. to to wreak havoc, and that sets up the sequel for the Toxic Avenger brilliant. versus Mecha Big Mac. That's so absolutely good. brilliant. I love it. <laughs> Dave, what do you think happens? So mine has a similar premise to Kyle's because what I think happens is Toxie arrives in Japan and he comes out of the water all Godzilla like. <laughs> then off screen, all you hear is Matthew Broderick say, That's a lot of fish. <laughs> and then Roland Emmerich calls cut. Because this is how Godzilla 1998 might as well have gone. That movie's a piece of shit. Roland Emmerich really missed the ball there. <laughs> For being Kojima's favorite director, man. That's a lot of fish. Yeah. <laughs>